0: Hello and welcome to the Wide Teams Podcast, the podcast for geographically dispersed teams and remote workers, located on the web at wideteams.com and on Twitter at Wide Teams. This is episode 77. I'm your host, Avdi Grimm. And today's episode is made possible by Screen Hero. With low lag and an independent mouse pointer for each user, Screen Hero is a screen sharing application built from the ground up for collaboration. Whether you're pair programming, reviewing a website designed with a client, or just helping a distant family member with their computer, Screen Hero makes you a participant instead of a spectator. To try it out for free, visit ScreenHero.com. Joining me today on the show is Elliot Rodriguez. Elliot, uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, Avdi. Elliot, okay. if you would, uh, give me a little bit of introduction.
1: Well, I am a uh, software engineer, have been for uh, the better part of 15 years now, currently living uh, in the triad area of North Carolina, uh, somewhere between Greensboro and High Point and uh, Winston-Salem. I'm currently working for a national cloud services and telecommunications provider uh, based out of Atlanta. We have a number of distributed teams across the United States, uh, as well as in India. Uh, we do quite a bit of offshoring. So um, been uh been with the company now for the better part of three years and a distributed worker for about seven.
0: Hmm. And when you say distributed, are you working from home or or what does that mean for you?
1: It does. I have a, a home office that uh, I try to keep as neat and as comfortable as possible. Uh, some days are better than others. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, uh, I have a comfortable home office here.
0: Nice. And what uh, drove you to be a, um, to, to work from home?
1: Well, when I first did it, uh, it was beating the commute. At the time I was working for a furniture protection services company, a larger company in West Palm Beach, Florida. And my commute was the better part of 40 miles on uh, just terrible, terrible I-95 Florida roads. If if you've ever been in the area, um, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It's perpetually under construction. Uh-huh. And uh, you know I just pitched the idea to my superior one day who was all for it. And uh, I then relocated to North Carolina, to where I am now, and I continued to work remotely until I uh, took another position. And I guess I, I, I was an office worker for about five years after that, really missing uh, the work from home experience and fortunately landed with another organization who has an official work from home policy. So that makes it pretty easy to uh, to, to work from home.
0: Nice. Did you look for that particularly, or was that just a happy coincidence?
1: It was a it was a happy coincidence, and it ended up being you know further serendipitous because I have, I have a family now. I have two small children, and I have to say that I really enjoy the luxury of being closer to them and mm-hmm. uh, and and closer to uh, you know a lot of the things that a lot of dads and, and moms can't do because you know they're at the office. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit more about that. From a family standpoint, I, I never, I never would have considered that as a benefit when, at least when I initially started distance working. For me, it was, I, I was younger and, uh, for me, it was about the, uh, the convenience. You know, I, mm-hmm. I didn't have a problem, uh, of, you know, getting up early and going to bed late. I worked for a, a dot com and, you know, it, it was part of the overall greater experience. Now it's a lot more about just preserving what I perceive to be my values as far as, you know, keeping close to to the family. Mm -hmm. I I understand that not a lot of people have that opportunity, but I am fortunate to to have it, and uh, I'm fortunate to be able to take advantage of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's a tremendous blessing to be able to have, um, you know, have the children come into the office from time to time and and, uh, hang out.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's a blessing and, and a curse. You know, you have those moments where there's, you know, the the fight over the Legos and, and your door is not quite as soundproof as you thought it was. And you're in the middle of that conference call. Right. But, uh, I, again, part of, part of what, uh, what makes me so fortunate right now is that I have uh, a a lot of coworkers who work remotely as well. Mm-hmm. And we're all on the same page with that. Yeah. You know, so, uh, it really isn't a big deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've discovered that um I can usually have one of them in the office uh and that's fine. But as soon as two of them are in the office, then things go to heck pretty quick. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I've I've had to do that once or twice myself, as especially you know, the iPad comes in pretty handy at that point. Yes. Uh SpongeBob comes in pretty handy. <laughs> but uh I've I've just recently started showing my my oldest son what it is that, that dad does for a living. And it's, you know, a visual studio window with, you know, to him, just completely meaningless stuff. But I, I, I'm trying to get the, the mystique of programming implanted early in my oldest one. And hopefully he'll, he'll carry on in my shoes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So like you said,
0: you're, you're working with a number of other people who are distributed and working uh, from home the same way you are. Tell me. What that's like and what kind of like the day-to-day interaction is like with that team?
1: Well, I, I admit it can be frustrating at times. I, I think if you looked at the whole spectrum of the experience, um, it's largely positive, but there are some, some drawbacks. The, the team that I'm on now, we are uh, six developers and a team manager and then a, another manager who reports to, to our CTO. And we're in three different time zones and that really makes it difficult for us to coordinate meetings. So, mm-hmm. um, we have, we have a, a now are those, nights.
0: um, are those like Western time zones or is that just scattered across the world time zones? What are the time zones you're dealing with?
1: It's, it's actually both. We have a developer and the team manager on the West coast, but our offshore QE teams are in India. Okay. So in the, in the current project that I'm working on, I'm I'm actually working very closely with QE and, and, and that makes for some pretty early in the morning conference calls. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're, we're all sensitive to that. I'm, I'm fortunate that I don't have to do it very often and, and we have a pretty good policy right now of just rotating it in flexible hours, but, uh, that, that's certainly a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I do miss the FaceTime. I, uh, I have a coworker who also telecommutes but lives in the same city as our um as our local office. Mm-hmm. And uh he and I do make appointments to see each other once a week just to say hey and check in and just mm-hmm. kind of get a feel for what's going on. But he's the only teammate that I can do that with. And I I do miss the the face time of being able to do that. We see each other about once a year.
0: Okay. Um do you have like a big and- get together or or How's that work?
1: Yeah, we, we usually have, we all get together, uh, for our annual reviews and our, uh, manager will, will fly in and he's in Alabama, mm-hmm. um, as well as another coworker and, uh, we'll just spend an evening together and kind of reconnect. We're in constant cu- touch with one another day to day. And that's where I, I think the really big upside is for, you know, distributed teams that you'd never get in an office unless you were working literally in front of each other without a cube wall separating you. And, and that's just it for, for whatever reason, the medium in which you communicate via Skype, I am, it's, it's a lot more personal. And Hmm. for you, for us anyway, we've just kind of gotten very comfortable with each other and it makes for those once a year get togethers, you know, pretty interesting, but all in Mm -hmm. all, uh, I don't think you would actually get that same clo- – I've never gotten that same closeness when working with other people in an office. Hmm. You're just not as readily available. You know, you don't want to do a drive-by or you don't want to interrupt, but an IM just seems to be a lot easier to process, I guess. I don't know. I'm starting to ramble a little bit. So you may no, want no, edit. it's
0: fine. It's it's interesting. <laughs> it's actually really interesting because you know that's one of the most common objections to the remote working environment is that you don't get that – personal you know, that personal feel and that warm feel of working in an office with people. So uh it's you know it's interesting to hear a situation where it's actually enhanced by the um you know the remote uh communications tools.
1: In in my experience it has, and I think some of that has to do with personality that I I believe that you know certain elements that all programmers share as well as just some of the, the individual unique elements of your of your personality that might that that just connect with people in that way do you, right. do you know what i mean i mean i have i have four guys who i am just totally okay with opening an im window and saying hey what's up how's your wife how how are your kids doing we share personal um information about each other i know that about their families and they know about mine right uh, you know i'm just not really sure that if we were in an office environment, I, I think the space helps. Right. You know? I, yeah. I, I mean, I think there's,
0: you know, well, I, I hate to make, you know, generalizations about programmers. I think, I think it's, it's, it is true that there are, a, you know, there are a lot of us who, you know, kind of weaned on IRC and are maybe more comfortable with these sort of internet chat mediums than with sometimes with it, than, than we are with face to face communication.
1: I I think that's a fair statement. You know, I I certainly want to generalize, don't want to generalize, uh, you know, programmers either. Um, you know, we're, we're not one of those shops that has adopted pairs programming or, you know, any other type of development methodology that involves closeness in that way. So, you know, for us, and, and this is, I guess, kind of pointing back to the negative aspect of, of working, uh, remotely. It, it's a, it's a, it's a solitary as you want it to be, you know, mm. you don't, and, and I guess I don't really know where I'm going with that.
0: <laughs> well, and I guess,
1: I mean, I guess that can become a problem,
0: you know, if somebody wants it to be really, really solitary.
1: Yes. But, and, and I think if, if you do really, really want it to be solitary, then you shouldn't be a developer in today's day and age. I, yeah. I, you know, that's just not something that's going to fly anymore. Right. But, and and what i'm what i'm saying may be a larger symptom of a problem within our organization's development cycle uh, processes in general but be that as it may we do 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 work largely solitary Mm -hmm. you know if and and that is uh, a a negative aspect of what uh, of the distributed team i i it's a dialectic to me and so it in some regards because I, I do need to get out there and i love to see my coworkers. i do like the FaceTime, mm-hmm. but i'm fortunate that i have a lot of flexibility with that and if i do need you know heads down development that i can get i can have that and be respected for it on my team
0: right do you ever go to like the the midpoint of video calls or anything like that or do you is it pretty much just the uh, the chat
1: you know we we do uh skype we do fuse we uh we were using some video conferencing software that that's been dropped I believe I'll do skype video with some of my coworkers we have two who for whatever reason refuse to put it on their local machines and instead use a remote skype off of their uh off of their uh, workstation huh. and uh the Video of, over RDC, it's just terrible. So they don't really <laughs> bother with, it. But yeah. We we do when uh, when I guess when the other person initiates it. There's no mandate for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Does it ever feel um, at all isolating? You know, since since it sounds like you're doing mostly working on your own.
1: Yeah, it does. And and as I mentioned before, I think that's where as a as a, a distributed worker, you have to really know where to develop your balance mm-hmm. um i think in the early part of my work from home career i definitely lacked a balance but now so what did you
0: do to to adjust
1: you know having having a family definitely helped that was certainly a catalyst it, it was just a matter of just kind of looking at the same four walls day after day and realizing that there was a world outside that i needed to embrace mm-hmm. and not just not just the world outside my door, but the world in in my development environment too, as uh, as far as my uh, local office. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I made it a point to travel there now, you know, once a week to meet up with my coworker, and uh, that really, really does help break up what can be monotonous sometimes.
0: Right. You made mention earlier in our conversation that uh, you try to make your home office as comfortable as possible. And I know that that's one thing that, you know, is nice, can be nice about working from home is that you can really control your environment. What for you is is kind of an ideal environment for work?
1: Lots of windows. Hmm. I, uh, I, I absolutely need to have uh, great natural lighting, and I am uh, fortunate to have a home office that has it. Yeah, I, I like having the ability to configure my hardware at, well, if, if I wanted a, or needed a, a bigger dual or triple monitor system, then, then I could do that and, uh, and, you know, be paid back for the expense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I, I'm fortunate to have that flexibility.
0: You don't have to argue with IT to, to justify yeah. it.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, there's still some processes we have to follow, obviously, but, but yeah, it's a lot easier for, well, you know, for, for me, it's just a matter of you know paying for it when I want to, rather than waiting for IT to you know go through a PO, bring it to my desk, you mm-hmm. know, which could be you know four weeks, two months. I mean, uh, I, I'm okay with waiting for the reimbursement, and I could just shell it out for myself mm-hmm. uh, up front. The uh, let's see, comfortable furniture. I'm fortunate that I've got a, a nice, comfortable chair, a great, roomy desk just a very friendly warm environment uh, pictures of my children on the wall inspirational sayings just all of these things just help make it a a, a good place to be
0: mm-hmm. very nice so um so looking forward uh do you think you're going to stick to the remote
1: working lifestyle i will for as long as i can one of the things that that really keeps me going and I'm fortunate that I'm—I've gotten a lot of, of calls from recruiters in the area who you know, are asking me if I'm happy and if, I, if I'm okay. My current job, you know how that goes. Well, you know, one of the big reasons why I stay is because of the flexibility that working from home offers me. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a no-brainer. I'm going to do it as long as I can, and. um if it turns out that i can't anymore then then i'm prepared to make that adjustment um mm-hmm. and hopefully drop in a a bug into the uh into their ear if they don't have an official policy right well i hope you never may have to make that adjustment i hope so too i've um i i i wondered when, when i have spoken to recruiters i've kind of thrown that out there as a this is what i prefer to do type of situation and the response that i get has been mixed Mm-hmm. Um some are okay with presenting that to prospective employers, and others they're they're a little more reticent to do so, and usually it's because they say that they don't believe that their man that the manager they're in contact with would be open to that right and and that's an attitude that is to me a little bit surprising.
0: Yeah, although I mean, you do run run across people that I think it's a control issue. You know, you run across people that feel like if they can't look over people's shoulders, uh, then they don't have enough control over the the process, which it's really more their problem than anything else. But what you oh, do you? Oh,
1: I I agree. I mean, it it just it, it it's interesting because you wouldn't you wouldn't think that people would still subscribe to the idea of management by walking around. <laughs> it's so antiquated in, in especially in it. And, um, you know, those are the shops that when, when I do hear about those types of, of environments that my ears kind of perk up a little bit. And I say to myself, maybe this is really the kind of opportunity I'm interested. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's, it's, there are some important litmus
0: tests, you know, I mean, whenever you're, you're being recruited by someone, I mean, you're, You're interviewing them as much as they're interviewing you. And and for me, you know, there are litmus tests and and there are things that raise red flags. And if if they're acting like, you know, they're not going to have they feel like they're not going to have enough control if they can't see me. That's a definite red flag.
1: Yeah, I I completely agree with you. It's it's kind of interesting to me, though, because, you know, on the one hand, there's this whole idea of the remote worker just kind of kicking back in his pajamas (laughs) not you know just kind of with a just a mountain of of paperwork around him and you know looking completely disheveled and uh being able to to or having to work at at three o'clock in the morning or at odd hours because you know you're working from home and your office is right there and uh, i i want to emphasize that 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 doesn't have to be how it is and, and i think if you if you find a good organization that's willing to respect your boundaries and your limits then you know that in and of itself is a very motivating factor for me to be as productive as i possibly can for mm-hmm. the folks that i work for in the you know the 9 10 11 hours that i spend working for them and not feel bad about it at all right so you know there's a there's kind of a uh, there, There is an implied relationship there, and I think as long as both parties respect it, it works out well for everybody.
0: Yeah, very good points. Well, Elliot, before I let you go, where can people find out uh, more about you and uh, any any uh, projects, if any, uh, you want to point to online?
1: Well, I have a LinkedIn profile. I'd uh, point everybody to uh, LinkedIn.com slash Elliot Rodriguez. That's two L's and one T. R O r-i-g-u-e-z you'll see all of my (laughs) current and past history uh where i went to school uh go pride yeah linkedin.com slash elliot rodriguez uh would love to hear from you please let me know that uh, you heard me on the show cool
0: well elliot thanks again thank you avdi and that's our show for today i'd like to once again thank our sponsor screen hero for making this episode possible Do go check them out at ScreenHero.com. The Y Team's podcast is distributed under the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 License. Our music is by Giles Boquette. Until next week, this is Avdi Grimm, signing off.
1: (laughs) Wow, yummy, wow wow